0: Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Three Stakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void where prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito
1: Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Mark
2: Schofield. Joining us today to put a bow on the upcoming rookie quarterback class. So if your team just drafted a quarterback or if you're jealous or worried about a team that drafted a quarterback, this is the show for you. Hell, we never know where these conversations are going to go. So even if your team has a quarterback, period, this show is for you. All right, Mark? Let's go right into it. I want to go to Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. And the, and the Jaguars, because, Mark, maybe it's maybe it's my turn to get a fan base all riled up because I've had this sneaking suspicion for a while that this thing isn't going to work out. And, and I'm not saying I don't like Lawrence, but the hype and, and the expectations are are understandable. But the bar is so high for him. And, and look, I don't I don't give a crap about the, the quotes regarding his need for a Super Bowl or anything like that. But a contributing factor to my doubt is head coach Urban Meyer. I am not a fan fan. Of urban, I'll just put it out there, and I'm concerned that even with the weapons in Jacksonville, who I really like, by the way, right? I was really high on DJ Char coming out. I thought if Lavisca Chenault stayed healthy, that he would outperform his draft slot. He was a second rounder. I thought with late first round talent, I like the two headed monster of Travis Etienne and, and James Robinson. Even though I didn't understand uh, Etienne going round one, partly because I'm a I'm a fan of James Robinson, who by the way was an undrafted free agent and gave them really quality play last year. The, the weapons are 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 kind of there. Lawrence has been the crown prince for some time. Obviously, uber talented, uh, super good looking, of course, right? But is Jacksonville, <laughs> but is Jacksonville going to give him the environment that he needs to succeed to make sure that the first four to five years aren't wasted? And I'm not sure that I can answer that with a yes, confidently. What about you, Mark? Are you more optimistic or do you share some of the same concerns there? I'm
1: cautiously optimistic. Okay. I knew you and were gonna say that. Yeah. Knew- <laughs> that's 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 my like catchphrase. But here's the glass half full approach, right? Mm-hmm. You look at Urban Meyer during his time in college, he turned Alex Smith into a first overall pick with mm-hmm. a spread system at Utah. Then he goes to Florida and he has Tim Tebow and he's like, I, I can't probably do that kind of stuff. So I'll tailor this offense, and I'll have him run at jump passes on the goal line because right. that's what's going to work. And so Urban has shown, and he turned him into a first round pick, although that was Josh McDaniels <laughs> and his sort of hubris more than anything else, right? But I do think that that shows you that Urban Meyer is open to tailoring his offense to what his quarterback does well. And I think, look, if you work through Darren Bevel, you you read his playbook because I like Bevel, you know, yeah, he's he. There is some stuff in there that you can see, yeah. This is very familiar what he would, to what he was doing with Clemson. Yeah, a lot of vertical stuff, shot plays to the outside, some play action stuff, some get get him on the move a little bit because because Lawrence does throw well on the move. So I remember I, Bevel surprised me because I went to watch the Lions and I remember
2: what the Lions' offense was like, and this was a couple of years ago when the Eagles were about to play them, and I was watching them and they're pushing the ball downfield with yeah. Stafford, and I was like, this offense is actually really really fun, regardless of whatever the results were. It's like they're aggressive, they're pushing it downfield. The uh, Stafford is the right guy for that.
1: Lawrence is probably the right guy for that too. And look, they have downfield threats, right? Uh, they Chanel- do have downfield threats. And, and the, the, this whole notion, everybody losing their mind over Travis Etienne getting wide receiver reps. Like, I think that's a smart thing because this is a matchup game. And look, if you've got a two back set with both Robinson and Etienne in there, how do you treat Etienne? Mm-hmm. If you're a defense, do you treat him as a running back and play base against that? Okay. Well. You know what's going to happen. He's going to flex outside to the slot. He's going to flex outside to the boundary. Now you get Travis Etienne, who, yeah, he ran a limited route tree. It comes in a lot of flats, a lot of swings and things like that. But that would still potentially work against a linebacker, get him matched up in a favorable matchup. And now Lawrence has an easy read and throw, and he doesn't have to think too much. And so I think that sort of outside of the box thinking is a good thing, and it also – gives more evidence behind the idea that Urban Meyer is going to put Lawrence in a position to be successful. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.